Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in, not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check-in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well-being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know. So hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self-reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. Today's scripture is Matthew 11. 2 through 11 from the message translation. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, Those with the skin disease are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. 
Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The third Sunday of Advent has been called the Sunday of Joy. But when I read this scripture, I had to look hard for joy. Where do you see it? Sometimes it's difficult to see the traditional themes of hope, peace, joy, and love represented in the scriptures for different lectionary years. And in case you're wondering, there is no set order for hope, peace, joy, and love. If pastors or worship planners see one of those in the scripture, then they decide that theme for the week. Or there's a tradition of the order for that particular church. Sometimes it just comes down to the pastor's preference. I personally like ending with love because it's the grand finale of what Christ brings. Even though the order of the themes is switched, joy is typically fixed on the third Sunday because its roots go back to the Catholic Church with Godete Sunday. Godete is the Latin word for rejoice. And Godete Sunday was named from the entrance verse, Rejoice, Rejoice, again I say rejoice, sung in the Catholic Mass on this day. In his 2014 homily, Pope Francis said that Godete Sunday is known as the Sunday of Joy and that instead of fretting about all we still haven't done to prepare for Christmas, we should think of all the good things life has given us. The third Sunday is a turning point in the season, and that gives us joy. We shift away from the first two weeks of waiting and repentance, and now look ahead in joyful anticipation. It's an intersection of what has been with what will be. We've made it this far, and Christ will take us the rest of the way. We mark this transition by having a different color candle on the advent wreath, the pink candle. Pink is considered a color that represents joy. We begin with two purple candles for the first two weeks, and as we begin to make it around the last part of the wreath, we see the turning point, the pink candle. Advent is a joy-filled time as our excitement builds for Christmas and for Christ's return. Even in sorrow and grief, we can celebrate the good news that Christ brings. And that gives us joy. So let us now prepare to light the joy candle. If you are using this reflection to light your Advent wreath candles. Or you can just meditate on this prayer. God of joy. We went to the wilderness to hear your message. We went to see the work you were doing. Rejoice, rejoice. Again, we say rejoice. You were the one we've been waiting for. You were the one we didn't expect. You healed our hearts and our bodies. You filled our hearts with boundless joy. We light the candle of joy because you bring good news of great joy.
Amen. If you would like to reflect further or explore in a journal, here are some reflection questions. Where do you need joy in your life? Who can you bring some joy? Make a joy list. Write down everything and everyone who brings you joy. And then thank God for these joy bringers. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.